Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 202. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest, Miss Lindsay Schwartz of Powerhouse Women. And if you are a participant at Powerhouse this weekend, this is happy day two to you. And if you're listening to this, you should be listening to this on the morning of or the day after. I want to say congratulations. I hope it was a wonderful event. I hope you made a lot of friends. I hope that you are inspired and that you continue to move forward and your journey and what you have and your hopes and dreams and what your goals are. And let me just say, if this inspires you to make a local community event, a business, my door is always open. You are a, a very much my friend and you will have all the chance to come in our podcast and share what you have to offer. Um, so have fun. Uh, enjoy yourselves and let's get started with the podcast. We're going to jump into a little bit of the business side. Finding Arizona Podcast can be heard at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We do have a blog and a newsletter that you can sign up for. The blog gets a little bit more personal with us, letting you know what we're doing with our lives, what we have going on daily. On top of which, the newsletter will let you know community-wise and what we have going on on the podcast, what's coming up next, who's our previous guest, such and so forth. Sign up for that and stay social with us at Finding Arizona Podcast on all the social media. Uh, next up is our community cork board. Now, I always have fun with this, and I just wanted to say again, this is day number two for Powerhouse Women, but we have every opportunity for you guys to go sign up for us, um, uh, and you can send us your event to findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. We will set something up for you guys. Oh, and before I forget, we do have a Patreon page that we have to support as well. The Patreon page is patreon.com slash findingarizonapodcast. There we will uh, set you up with our 50 questions. That is our bonus podcast that we call Fine Examination. And there's other tiers where you can sign up and you'll get shout outs. All the things are available for you to be a super fan. It's patreon.com slash findingarizonapodcast. So back to the community court board. Yes, you can send your event. At our email, findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. We will set you up with a nice little teaser like the following. Um, donut Fest Phoenix. I am very excited for this because who doesn't like a donut? Taking place over at our buddies at Helio Basin Brewery Company on Sunday, October 6th from 1 to 5 p.m. Tickets available at Eventbrite. Uh, there are some fun, you know, you got to... You gotta, you gotta have your fun little donut moment, uh, and I'm very excited for these guys. Hopefully, we'll get them in again because they were fantastic to talk to, and I know that they have more creative ideas coming down the road. Next up, the Urban Ale Trail. So this is uh, an event coming up today, and if you're listening to this, hope that it was a fun one. Uh, that is 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Phoenix. Uh, hop along the Urban Ale Trail where you can self-guide tour of 29 bars and restaurants in downtown Phoenix offering uh, wallet-friendly beer samples and complimentary trail gr grub. Uh, this is taking, again, place today from 1 to 5 in downtown uh, Cityscape Phoenix. Hope you guys enjoy yourselves. Next up, I'm very excited for this because our friends over at the church are putting on an indigenous art and fashion show. So my buddies over at the Churchill, uh, Kel and his partner, Harley, apologies for forgetting their, for, 
not getting there quick enough, but Harley and Kel are fantastic. They're always putting on fantastic events at the Churchill, and this is no different. The Herd Museum is coming to town with some creative people and indigenous uh, creators to show off some comp uh, contemporary native fashion, and I'm very excited for this to take place October 5th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., 901 North 1st Street, Phoenix, Arizona. Be there or be square. And that ends our community cork board. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Finding Arizona Podcast. Let's jump right into it with Miss Lindsay Schwartz. Let's go. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose, and as always, we bring in someone very special. And this week, we have someone that I will say, this is going to be a big intro because I very much did my research. I had a lot of fun listening to the podcast that she's been on, and I'm also very proud of where she's come from and where she is today. Ladies and gentlemen, she's not only an author, a writer, she's also the uh, founder of the Powerhouse Women Movement podcast book ladies and gentlemen please welcome lindsay schwartz thank you so much oh i like the snaps yeah <laughs> yeah <I like> it. <laughs> yeah thank you so much for coming in oh, i'm so thrilled to be here i'm very excited to have you in because one of the big things about what we do here is the same thing that you do you build community and you encourage women to go out and you know do the things that they need to do that helps fuel their passion. And that's the same thing that we do here. We want to help fuel passion. I did not mention that you are going to be a next golden granny of the suns. Oh, yes. That is actually maybe the most important thing for people to that's, know about That's a me. one big Golden tip. granny in training. Golden I, granny in training, yeah. I've actually, so I have a friend on the golden grannies right now. A friend nice. of yes. mine who's like 60. She's amazing. And she confirmed I have to be about 55 years old to even okay. try out. So I'm just working the next 20 years to just, just stay get limber. Those, get those yep. hip hop moves going, popping and locking. Yep. I think it's more staying limber than yes. it is learning new moves. At Absolutely. that point, you just gotta keep it loose <laughs> just keep it loose and limber exactly so anytime... so how's the hip-hop classes going by the way <laughs> let me tell you so i mean that ties into i'm sure we're gonna get into so many fun things yes. but i've learned so much in the last three years in the journey of building powerhouse women mm -hmm. which was really this culmination of finally getting out of my own way mm -hmm. and being willing to lean into things that made me uncomfortable yes 
And a lot of, you know, I think when we have some evidence that great things happen when we're willing to get uncomfortable, mm -hmm. it just makes you a little bit more bold and willing to do other things that make you uncomfortable. So it was earlier this year, I attended a, an event because I'm always investing in my own personal growth. Yeah. And the speaker was talking about how just how so many things in our lives are automatic. They're these automatic patterns. We get up, we go through our morning routine. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, if we have a commute to work or, to, or back home, it's on autopilot. And so few of our decisions every day are made consciously. Yeah. And it really kind of made me think about like, yeah, where do I need to just shake some things up, mm -hmm. both literally and <laughs> figuratively speaking? But um, it also made me think about that a lot of the best things in my life in the last three years have come on the other side of doing things that I was either afraid of or felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I, I can tell right now I'm ready for that next season of growth. So there's nothing right now that actively feels challenging to me. Yeah. What if I go in search of, well, what feels uncomfortable? What are things that I think about, but yeah. then I have those excuses? And so two things popped into <laughs> mind, taking hip hop classes, yes. which I went home <laughs> from this event and I signed my butt up from for the first hip hop class. Nice. And then I got LASIK eye surgery. Whoa, get out of town. I did. Wow. So I'm now an evangelist for LASIK eye surgery, but both nice. of those things were things that I would talk about. You know, I think we all have these things in life. Mm -hmm. I would talk about doing them. Them. They would be the someday, that would be great, but here's the reasons why, not right now. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, I was just making excuses because I was afraid or I thought it was going to be expensive, you know, in terms of the eye surgery. But how many things do we have on our someday list and have all these reasons why we don't think we're cut out for them now? Yeah. But for me, I wasn't actually informed with the facts of what that did entail. What does LASIK entail? How much does it cost? Yeah. Or what hip-hop dance classes are available in my area. And so I got a lot of power from actually stopping to go, okay, if this is something I'm interested in, why yeah. don't I actually get the information about what it entails? And then it was just natural to then do the action consistent with that. Absolutely. So it was when I joke about my hip-hop dancing, <laughs> this has actually been like a radical transformation in my life because it's not like I showed up to class and I was just found out I was a great dancer. <laughs> I've got some rhythm. I've got like cheerleading rhythm though. That's yeah. not hip-hop rhythm. <laughs> you can at least follow the beat. <laughs> I can follow the beat, but I also just love being uncomfortable in class and okay. I go in and out of just being not even aware of like that there is a mirror and then all of a sudden I'll become really aware that <laughs> I missed that step or I look kind of silly. Yeah. But even just in that, there's so much growth because that's how I get better at things. Would you be willing to like, because hearing all this and hearing you explain it is, is a very beautiful way of like, I wish it was a YouTube channel. Like uh. Lindsay challenges <laughs> herself, like these different challenges that Such you go. Such a good idea. I think that'd be wonderful to like start a little yeah. like video skit where like you basically say, <laughs> what can I do to challenge myself and encourage? Because I think one aspect of it yeah. is you have this beautiful way of having the glass half full and to show mm. others that the uncomfortability part is just the mental block. Yeah. So if you can show that in video form, I think that it'll be encouraging for many women in your powerhouse women group, your lady gang, as you call them. <laughs> um, you know, I think it'd be a wonderful little 
add on to oh, like if that. Lindsay's doing this then you should be able to move past the mental <laughs> blockage <laughs> okay well you'll get credit when, you. when that YouTube channel I, launches I, I, I love founders credit <laughs> you heard it here you heard it here folks <laughs> so one of the things that um, I'm gonna blow past is just kind of like I've already know a lot about from the other podcasts how you got started three years of solid blogging quote unquote and then into uh your pivot towards uh moving away from health and wellness to yeah. create this book called um you know powerhouse Wh- woman or yeah the book was powerhouse woman. woman it was written really to the individual but mm-hmm. then what naturally came out of that was this is meant this is a conversation meant to have in community yes. which is where powerhouse women which yes. is our brand was formed yeah and then the other aspect of what you do is now you you know you go out and you also help coach and mentor other women and so you know i'm going to i'm going to leave that there but i also want to move past that because anyone you know i encourage everyone to go seek out your podcast because other people have interviewed you very well including Skylar Irvine um, Hoff, I know yeah, those guys. Those I are a lot them. of fun. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, how much fun is it working with them? And because you do record some of your audio yeah. over there at the Skylar Irvine show. Yeah. So when I um, wanted to start a podcast, I, I, a podcast was actually something I wanted to start about five years ago. Yeah. And that was in the phase of my life where I just kept getting in the way. I kept having excuses for why not now. And so I knew that I was starting to feel that a podcast really fit so beautifully into the message and the movement that we were starting with Powerhouse Women. But I also knew myself well enough to know that where I tend to get caught up is, Mm -hmm. okay, well, how do I do it? And I don't understand the equipment I need and the, the editing. And one of the, you know, our motto within Powerhouse Women is we're not meant to do this alone. And part of that is outsourcing things that aren't your zone of genius. So it was a leap of faith to invest financially in launching this show because, you know, a a podcast doesn't inherently make money, but it is such a powerful platform to get a message out. So I was going to be one of my questions. Why choose the format of podcasts? Oh, that's such a great question. So even to just finish that thought, and then I'd love to answer that question too, is um, that was that was a big step for me was investing in something that I knew was going to be a powerful tool. Yeah. And doing it in a way that helped me get the message out fast and just trusting that like the money would flow back to me because I'm, I'm really doing this with the right heart that I want to impact more women mm-hmm. and just help this message spread further. And so it was the best decision I ever made to hire the team at Rensler podcast. So plug for them. Yes. But um, I you and I were talking before we turned the mics on. Really, my heart is for I first of all, I just love people. Mm-hmm. I, I love to hear people's stories. Yeah. And I actually think that's the best way to learn. I think every person's story has something that we can learn from. Yeah. And at our event, so I have, you know, this annual event and I do my best to pack as many speakers into that day <laughs> as I can and still have it feel, you know, just with plenty of space for women to connect. But yeah. At most, I think this year we have 15 different women, and I'm one of them that's in, you know going to be on the stage. I would and hope so. so many. Yeah, I mean, I'm is, including me. It is you. I that's mean, how it's... people are like, how do you speak at events? I'm like, oh, just start your own. It's great. You can speak every year. Yeah, you can do it all the time, <laughs> exactly. anytime you want. 
but I just had this desire to share more stories. Yeah. And so a podcast is a really great way to do that, to be able to share. And it's called Powerhouse Women, but we do, I do plan to interview some powerhouse men as oh, well. Oh, I know. And, and, and you've already have by yeah. the, by interviewing the OG powerhouse man himself, himself Elliot. Mr. Elliot Schwartz, <laughs> yes. Our resident security guard yes. and also the person who is, we joke that he's my fun coach he yes make, that's he makes right. me a lot more fun so it's been Which really I, fun to, may i just to say you don't need the fun coach you are just fun on your you would own be, you'd be surprised you'd be surprised oh, when people like make you fill out those bios and they ask like what are your hobbies i'm like i just really like to work i love to do i love what i do yeah. and so i actually do really need help oh it's, <laughs> you know in all honesty too i mean you have found something again very very much in your realm and yeah. you are passionate about it yeah. and that at the end of the day if you're not working a, a day in your life then well you know that's right it's all it's all good it's so cliche to say you know when you're doing something you love it never feels like work yeah. I mean it does some days it really does feel like work and I invest a lot of time and energy into mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. it is the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done and and that really just inspires me to keep working to help other women yeah. tap into that feeling even if they work in corporate America but they they have this passion burning on their heart to create a side project or yeah. you know it can look so differently not everyone is it wants to be an entrepreneur but I do think we're all designed to create Mm -hmm. and just like how you two have this podcast platform to create something that's a natural extension of what your passions are yeah i think we all have that within us (laughs) and that's something that i i hope that people will see and understand and really um find themselves like okay well what am i going to create what am i like those are always my fun, very um, special moments when someone comes in and they, you know, they they have subtle hints of like, okay, I have this thing, but it's only until yeah. after they've actually spoken the words and uh, realize, oh, wow, I do have something here, or I, you know, wow, like someone actually cares yeah. enough to listen and and feel moved, like I feel moved mm. whenever I speak about this. You know, those are the moments where I'm like, see that's your that is you like go down that rabbit hole never let go of that feeling because in all honesty that's really if you're doing the love and the passion part of it does it feel like a day of work yeah it's so true yeah and i think that we were talking earlier too just about being ready to pivot and just knowing i think i always believed i grew up in the midwest and i think that probably plays into it that you know there was one thing that i needed to decide i was going to be when i grew up <laughs> yeah and I, finally at 35 years old i've realized i have no idea what i want to be when i grow up other than a golden granny <laughs> yes. but i will have many other passions and projects i am sure between now and then because mm-hmm. as i evolve so does my purpose and that was the most refreshing realization to Mm -hmm. come across in the last three years and then lean into even more as i started to realize there were certain chapters of my life that were ready to close and Mm -hmm. new opportunities that opened and just to leave so much space that my interests and my curiosities are going to evolve as i do yeah and i think that's so beautiful yeah yeah because i can tell you from my experience especially being like before I was the podcaster, I, I was doing screen printing, but that in itself led yeah. me to podcasting because everything that I did with screen printing was with business owners. So oh. that led me to meet business owner after business owner yeah. and understand, you know, their passions. And I had these conversations because when you're talking to someone about their business, they're going to be adamant, happy, joyful, whatever they may be 
about that passion project. Right. And to me, it was always fun. And, you know, the time goes by when someone is so like with their hands talking yes. and, and like, dude, you got to listen. You got to watch this. Oh, you got to do this. Conversations. And so to me, I was like, well, there's got to be a way to bottle this. There's got to be a way to like really, um, you know, hone this in and give this to the masses. Mm. And so it wasn't until, you know, I realized listening to other people do their podcasts. I was, there was one person that was like, you can do it. Yeah. Like in, on their podcast, if you have a passion, go out and do it. doesn't matter what it takes, go and do it. Yes. And so I was like, okay, I think I can do this. I'm going to go do this. So I, like you, I bought the mics early and I bought uh-huh. all the equipment. <laughs> Unlike you, <laughs> I, I moved forward and, um, you know, I had to grind my teeth through it. Yeah. And it was very, very much a, a, a difficult process. But, you know, I wouldn't change that for the world. I definitely feel more um creative because i was able to do everything and learn how to do everything but it also made me feel closer to my subjects or to people who come on our our podcast because they can come to me with any questions like if they're curious about how the edit's going to be or how the photos are going to be you come to me we are i'm your friend i'm your confidant i'm the person who's going to lead i'm your shepherd that's going to lead you down this podcast podcast road and so to me that was so much more um, to my growth and development, being able to be that person that they rely on and someone that they can come to in confidence. So that was definitely helpful. I definitely like, you know, for the process for me was definitely something that I needed. Mm. Um, One of the questions that I wanted to harp on or jump back to is the pivoting. You know, a lot of people pivot from one um, area to another But I also want to reflect, you know, I reflected that, you know, being a screen printer led me to this. You were in health and wellness before it was even a thing. Mm -hmm. When you look back on, you know, some of the people have come out of it and who are still either in it or growing, you know, doing their own thing in it. Do you look back and do you see, oh, man, I could have like, do you reflect back on that time and like, this is where I would have gone or could have gone? That's such a great question. I think um, there have really been two major times in my journey that I would qualify as a pivot. The first one was my pivot from corporate America to my own business, which was the health and wellness business. That wasn't that tough because I was selling commercial flooring at the time Okay. and in the middle of the recession. So that was like pretty easy to yeah. pivot and just say, peace out. I'm, you know, Deuces. no one no one ever called and said, you changed my life selling me that carpet. So that was a pretty easy pivot to make. I would think Elliot would speak a little bit differently if he... Well, that actually is true because I met Elliot through that flooring business. So one, at least two lives were changed. Can you carpet. tell I've done my research just you a have. little bit? I love it. Very impressed. So impressed. I No, and... In all honesty, I listened to that episode with you and Elliot and it was, you know, encouraging, especially Mm. with some with me working with my significant other. And, you know, those those tidbits did help because it helped me realize that like my feelings are, you know, somewhat like his where, you know, being included and things like that. But, um, you know, that's something that I can definitely say that that I learned a lot from you from both of your relationships yeah you know that was something fun for me to listen to oh cool well thanks for listening to that one yeah that was fun to record and I think 
I'm getting all off track now, but we'll circle back to the pivot. Um, just it's important to me, especially having a brand called Powerhouse Women. Mm-hmm. It's really important for me to be a voice right now in a landscape where there are a lot of conversations about women, a yeah. lot of women who have really strong opinions about things. And my heart really beats for the partnership between men and women. Yeah. And and you know obviously some some women are married to women they're included as well too but i think that it's a really important conversation distinction to make that powerhouse women is a brand that invites men to the table too mm-hmm. because there's no such thing in my world as like get out of my way like i am woman hear me roar i am always better with elliot in my corner mm-hmm. yes i'm a strong woman and i could do it i could probably do it on my own but i'm just better with the partnership of yeah. someone who balances me so we'll get into more of that on the podcast i'm sure that was a fun <laughs> yeah. it was a fun episode too yeah i don't know if he would say the same he's it's, like <laughs> it's different though because it yeah. really does like you said um you guys are yin and yang it, mm, uh, you know we're very you, different where yeah. your yin is being able to communicate and have the the ability to flow with the yeah. podcast yeah. you know he's he's a he's a thinker i can tell he's a thinker yeah. he's very very much a thoughtful person who cares about you know how he you know wants to be portrayed and, and you know he wants to he's a very active person i can tell from the pictures that he likes to work out but it's like those things about him are all tidbits of his protection his mm. his own you know self-esteem and you know, being able to be vulnerable about yeah. that, especially too, says a lot about, you know, what you've done to encourage him to be a part of your life and your yeah. Um, ecosystem. Yeah, it's been cool for sure. And a lot of what people see as far as powerhouse women or even just what I've been able to do, it really is uh, any any success we relate to as like our success. Yeah. And so it's cool having, you know, just ha- having that partnership for sure. And that uh, now I'll I'll tie that back to our original conversation about the pivot. You know, he's been such a big part of that as well, because, you know, not only was he fully supportive when I wanted to leave my full time job and go full time into this. What once was just a side hustle, yeah. which took our income from three. You know, I built the side hustle up to like a pretty significant income. So it was like we were living on three incomes and then yeah. cut it down to two. And he was he didn't blink an eye. He was so supportive. And I and I honor the fact that not everyone has that situation. But that really allowed me to fully step in and have the confidence in myself. And then same, I would say he actually had a harder time when I was feeling really strongly that I was meant to pivot from this health and wellness business we were building to giving all of my attention to powerhouse women because mm-hmm. it wasn't powerhouse women wasn't really generating much income at that point okay we do the annual event we just had our second one we're, we're weeks away from our third and an event is um it's a very costly to put on so it doesn't usually result in a ton of profit but there's some and then i was still really listening and tuning into the community to figure out what they wanted and needed i've never been one just to sell something to sell it Mm -hmm. you know i could do online coaching i could do programs i could do all all sorts of things but i was really intentional with waiting for the thing that i could just see my community Mm -hmm. needed yeah and those now are starting to come to fruition where, I mean, we went from making, you know, moderate income with the business to, I mean, in the next year, it'll be 10, 20, 30 times, you know, just because we I was intentional with waiting to see and really listen for what was needed. But um, 
he really supported me through all of that even even when taking a step back from our health and wellness business could have could have resulted in you know a little drop in income yeah but we've always looked at it as a team and we've always looked at it as you know he knows that I'm best when I'm really pursuing the thing that I feel like I'm meant to be doing mm-hmm. and um, my heart just wasn't in it anymore with the with the other business and that was scary it was scary for me I think knowing that I had his full support because yeah. I wanted to prove it to him I wanted to prove to him that I really could make something of this yeah and um, I knew how to be successful in the other realm and that's scary when you you feel really torn and pulled in another direction even though I loved both I knew I knew without a shadow of a doubt that mm-hmm. I was meant to just give all my attention to powerhouse women and really trust that I could make something of that too just like I had had success in the other business yeah. but going from you know a, a comfortable income to then changing gears and and realizing that I was starting over from scratch and and this was a di- whole different business model and it, it just was like a, a new learning curve um, that that really challenged everything in me but it was the best decision I ever made because it was really just earlier this year that I energetically really let go of yeah. that other business we still have it but I'm not pouring time into building it yeah and right afterward right after I you know finally gave that last permission of myself to fully focus my attention on the future of powerhouse women I mean some huge opportunities showed up and things that I wouldn't have had space in my life for Mm -hmm. and that's always what I tell women you know everyone's story is different but when you're starting to feel that tug in another direction it's at least a sign that we should explore that Mm -hmm. it doesn't always mean that you're going to have the ability to just jump ship and just go full in but usually it means there's something there for you and especially like that tug is the universe i've learned this the hard way um Brittany and i you know it took me a while to understand what that tug was whether Mm -hmm. that's the universe saying something or something else um it took me a while to kind of like okay well what's why why is that the tug yeah and i'm a very question like i question a lot i'm very curious and so yeah you know it took me a while to just take the leap of faith and and kind of go with the flow and let the tug right guide me without any certainty of how it's gonna go or yeah and, it, and that i think that is uh scary for a lot of people and it was it was a big lesson because I normally would have waited for the certainty. Mm-hmm. I love to control outcomes. I love to do things where I know it's going to be a smashing success. Yeah. And I just had to trust. There was just something in my gut that really was, it was reassuring me without the physical evidence that that was true, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. That and. Does. But I, I tell women all the time, you know, we, we talk a lot about your bigger purpose and there's a lot of women who just feel the sense that they're made for more, mm-hmm. but they don't know what that is and they can't can't figure it out. Yeah. And in my experience, I usually feel the most confused about what my purpose is or my direction when my life is the most full. Mm-hmm. If I don't leave some space for just some quiet time, some margin. I always say that, you know, our, our deeper purpose isn't going to shout over the noise of our busy life. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we fill our lives with activity because it makes us feel productive. And sitting without doing is uncomfortable. I think for a mm-hmm. lot of women, especially, we're great multitaskers. Yeah. But when you carve up time for that 
quiet time and whatever quiet time means for you it might be exercise it might be a walk in nature might be meditation but just clear some space to allow new ideas to come through for sure oftentimes that's where I get you know the validation or I get just the evidence that I'm looking for and that intuition when I'm really listening really tuning in has never steered me wrong that's it's a wonderful way to like just go about life and and hopefully be able to take the understanding that you are going in it with purpose you're going in it with um intention and one of the things that i've like i'm very fond of the way that you um purposefully with every event you cater every single moment to the purpose of making people feel comfortable and open Mm -hmm. and it takes a true it takes someone true of heart to want to do that with people and i have seen you lecture i've seen you do a a speech and i was moved like incredibly i was moved and you know there's there's different pieces of your style that i would love to take on my own and just kind of like hopefully one day be able to speak as well as you do (laughs) um but you know you have been able to create something that most people would love to be a part of or love to even just have one section of what you do for you there are challenges especially when you have to wear all the hats what are some challenges that everyday people would not see behind the scenes Mm, that's such a great question first of all and the key to being a good speaker is just to laugh at your own jokes if you (laughs) if you genuinely think you're funny other people just think you're funny it's it's cool so see it worked (laughs) that's really the key i was like the more i just started to laugh at myself the more other people think i'm funny it's great um i actually just recorded a podcast about this today that'll come out later later so um I'm, i'm like really present to exactly what you're talking about and no matter how much i'm always an open book i'm always willing to share the breakdowns Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten when i when i see people i haven't seen in a while they'll make comments like wow it just looks like you're crushing it it looks like this is your your life is just all together i'm like have you been listening at all but it just it's a reminder that our mind always sees what it wants to see yeah and um, I think there is a, a responsible way way to share the breakdowns and also not be you know there's now there's this theme of being authentic mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like a ploy to seem authentic. Mm-hmm. I'll get off my soapbox but <laughs> so um, there's a lot of things that people don't see. The one that's just like right there for me that I'll share is and I think it's important for people to know that it's an interesting season where there's more opportunity coming my way, more abundance, more all these things I was working toward, all the things that were like on a vision board in, you know, another time in my life are now happening. And, you know, I think a lot of us and myself included tend to think like, well, when I get there, then I'm going to feel happy. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to feel like I'm a rock star. And while I've been able to really appreciate and feel the all the good feelings that come along with these accomplishments what's been really surprising for me is it's triggered a lot of fear 
a lot of doubt, a lot of insecurity, Mm -hmm. because it's like you're playing at this next level. I don't know what it's like to be this version of Lindsay. I'm like just getting to know her. Yeah. And so I'm not sure. And and it's um, she's like a reflection in the in the pond or something. Yeah. It's been really interesting because I've done so much self work. I think it surprised me that I was. I mean, there was a two week span where I just felt not myself and Mm -hmm. I felt just under the weight of this doubt and fear and one way that it showed up that really surprised me you know we were talking about Elliot my husband who I mean that's like my most rock-solid relationship in life (laughs) and I found myself really insecure about our relationship okay if I really if I really shine if I really go for it is he gonna stay or Mm. will people in my life not be able to handle the full version of me yeah and that's an old fear that has shown up along the way a lot and I haven't seen that fear in a while so it actually it really rattled me to feel that way and and luckily we have a really you know the kind of relationship where I can be like dude I just gotta tell you like I my world has been rocked by this like I feel like I need extra validation from you right now or just to be able to communicate with him what the space that I was in because I was not myself Mm -hmm. I was feeling really disconnected from him but it was all a lie this is and this is the true work of like if you really want to achieve like epic things in life you just have to be ready to take yourself on in ways that you never imagined i mean it is like full-on going to war sometimes with your own mind which is always going to fight to the death to keep you comfortable Mm -hmm. and where i'm going right now is really exciting and you know more (laughs) money is exciting more opportunities are exciting but it's really freaking uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's cool to talk about that because I don't what I wouldn't want is I think there was a time in my life had it felt this uncomfortable, how I'd been feeling over the last two weeks, I would have been like, ooh, I don't know, maybe this is a sign I'm not supposed to go here. Yeah. Versus, oh, okay, the tension is getting really high. This must mean this is exactly where I'm supposed to go. Got it. Because my brain's freaking out right now. <laughs> I must be like heading into a whole new realm of what's possible. And it just means I got to pause and do some work and like really bring up like whatever's there, allow it to come up yeah. because I don't want to just pretend it's not there and keep going. That's like trying to lug a mm-hmm. like a suitcase full of boulders behind you. Yeah. But if you're willing to be like, oh, welcome, my friend. <laughs> I see you. OK, let's <laughs> let, let's do this. Let's yeah. wrestle a little bit and just look at, you know, what's really underneath those fears. But um yeah, that's been surprising to me lately is I've, I've actually felt on the surface, it looks like things are, you know, just amazing and flying high and they are. Mm-hmm. But internally, I've actually dealt with more fear and my, my doubts, my limiting beliefs than ever before. It's the it's the duck, the duck uh, ultimatum. Of, you see the duck above the water oh, and, and then the, below, the legs below. Yeah. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's uh, so true. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the things that I. I really enjoyed hearing throughout di- different podcasts was this um, sentence of "Am I enough?" Mm. And it's really beautiful that you've d- you know distilled that um, what what would we call it? Uh, not motivation. Um, the the words that you say to yourself every day, like uh, affirmation. affirmation. Yes, there we go. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> it's it's a beautiful that you've distilled it down to that because I know Brittany has mm. that same quote in her. Uh, in her driver's uh what do they call like it? visor visor Ooh, we're like yeah. it's like we're playing charades right yes now. <laughs> there we go you got me you yeah. understand like uh, i got it i got the visor she has that in yeah. her car and i've always been fascinated like that 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 in itself 
is something that can motivate people that mm. one particular sentence am i enough and i think that a lot of the times we share similar fears of you know am i enough am i why was that an important sentence for you to kind of distill down to or what about that sentence breaches your personal life so much yeah so I think this ties into what I was just saying too about the fears and if if we look underneath a lot of the fears that grip us and that keep us stuck or get in our way there's usually one core fear underneath and I think for a lot of us it Mm. boils down to just this question of am I enough Mm -hmm. am I really enough do I have what it takes yeah and if we're not conscious of that question that always runs in the background, then that's where I am I enough will show up in other ways. Like I, again, I, our mind is very sophisticated in the ways that it will use, the tactics it'll use to keep us safe and keep us comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I know to look for the question of am I enough and just that fear coming up, then what it'll do is it'll start to plant seeds of like, well, you know, this person might not like it if you step out and if you really truly shine and step into your full power, yeah. which if you unravel it, it's like, well, will this person be okay? I'm afraid of being judged. Why would someone judge me? Well, because I'm not enough. So if I know what to look out for and if I know almost like what that trigger, that hot button is, then whenever I'm not feeling in alignment, if I'm not, if I'm feeling, um, I'm like very in tune with myself and how, you know, my emotions and how I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling anything less than like a 10 out of 10 of just feeling aligned with my purpose and like I can move forward you know any of those feelings that make my energy drain or make me feel scared yeah. or what any insert the negative emotion mm-hmm. then my work my job is to not just try to move forward in my day but actually to be like what do you need right now mm-hmm. what's like what's going on self I mean it makes it sound <laughs> yeah. like I talk to myself all day which I kind of do but you know just to like really looking in the mirror and just like hey what's up yeah what's up girl <laughs> like what do you need but to be mindful because again that's that's my job mm-hmm. my only job is to keep myself moving forward and making progress and I always have a choice for how I want to feel so mm-hmm. if any, if something's off I think this goes back to your question of, for me, that tends to be where the root, if you were to like dig underneath everything else, you're going to find a seed for me Mm -hmm. in terms of any of my fears, my doubts, my insecurities of that question, am I enough? And that question will never be able to be answered completely. Mm -hmm. I think we all have that one question and there's times now fundamentally I know I'm enough Mm -hmm. I know that I am put on this earth for a purpose and yet when my fear takes over and when that's louder the truth of who I am gets a little fuzzy and then I just have to do the work to come back to well of course I'm enough I'm here I'm going to do my best and so every day is like this balance of trying to get back to that place where I am in alignment and I'm moving forward and some days are more of a wrestling match than others. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's good to know that, I mean, everyone struggles with that stuff. Yeah, Every single human being on this planet. Absolutely. Um, we're, at, we're kind of like at a point right now where I want to ask you, you know, about your relationship with Elliot and just kind of the overall, because 
you know, one of the things that I, I wish you would have brought Elliot because um, I think he's very smart and very intelligent and very much a fun. He's very um, cute. Very, too. very fun guy. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'm curious about like, so in your podcast, there was a moment where you guys talked about um, your insecurities and talking about inclusion. And one of the things that I kind of like stumbled upon and just kind of like was thinking about internally was for someone who looks at themselves and kind of internally asks questions and, and really is honed to themselves, does Elliot get or does he feel like if she can look at herself so much and, and, and kind of internally, is there enough room for me? Like there, there was one of the questions hmm. like, does he ever get that way where he feels like, does he feel self-conscious about, you know, I with someone who is internally fundamentally strong. Yeah. Am I fundamentally strong? That's a great question. That would be a great question for that, you know, That's for why him, I was like, I right? wish, like, I, wish hmm. I would. Uh, we'll, have to, we'll do a part two <laughs> yes, with Elliot. We'll, we'll have He's, to do it. again, way more fun than me. Um, you know, I think, and you guys could probably attest to this too, relationships are often our biggest teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that man was put in my life for, a reason, for so many reasons. And he is... He's so different than me, but he compliments all that I am in such a beautiful way. So we're wired very differently, but we have a lot of the same core um, fears, like deep fears. And so just being able to be honest about that, I think helps him see see me for who I am and, and also for both of us to just be very aware of when the other person isn't showing up in the best way. Yeah. It's usually not the fight or the sarcastic comment that just came out of the person's mouth, something deeper is being triggered. And, you know, it was probably the best advice we heard early on in our marriage, which was just to always assume that the other person has the best of intentions. Mm -hmm. So even if I say something to him that comes across as really disrespectful, Mm -hmm. and that's typically his hot button, is if I say something and it comes off as a lack of respect, which I am absolutely guilty of, right? Um, That I know deep down it's, you know, it's really rooted in something deeper. So what I, what I think we've been able to do is that so it's interesting you ask that question because my number one fear is if I go full on like Lindsay 100% Lindsay <laughs> which I think I'm actually only now getting close to like that true full version of what my potential is will people around me be able to handle it mm-hmm. will they will it be too much will I intimidate people will I whatever it is so that that's been my fear so then if I see any sort of like evidence of that it definitely triggers something in me. But because we can have that open and honest conversation about it, um, I think we've been able to turn it into something constructive because the truth is is that, and I I think it's an important reminder for me too, to to be very verbal and outright Mm -hmm. in acknowledging how he he allows me to be. Like the way that he loves me, the way he supports me, the way he fills my cup, allows me then to actually be that version of myself that I yeah. want to be. So again, back to that, um, just that whole point of, you know, I, I think it's easy to look at someone like me and and I I have a lot of strengths and I, I'm i very good at like, get out of my way, I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to do this myself. Yeah. 
but to realize that I was given a partner in this lifetime for a reason mm-hmm. and that he brings he just adds so much more to me so I don't know if that answered your actual no, question that, but that's such a, a great no I, actually I, was just great to think about and get to verbalize yeah because I think internally too it's something that I've I'll, I'll be honest like you know when I met Brittany Brittany like you independent very much on her own had her own business mm-hmm. you know I I self-consciously at the moment in my life was you know getting out of grad school living with my parents very much scared to like be honest with her about who I am and Mm. just got out of a relationship you know these things were all big pivotal points and then you know we got together and then it came to a point where I was like oh wow this girl really does have it together like yeah am I good enough to want you know be with am I good enough like internally I was like yeah. am I good enough am I enough yeah. for this person and it took a, it took some some you know fighting some um you know communication some talks um you know moments where we yeah. had to be vulnerable and honest with each other because you know that that only helped me be more confident about mm-hmm. the ability for me to be able to give her what she needs as well. Yeah. Because, you know, when she's upset, like you said, the lack of disrespect or the comment that comes from her really does hurt me because it, you know, it's like, oh man, like I pissed her off to a point where she's like now yeah. putting up a wall or now, you know, whatever it may be. So, it hurt like you know internally you know you you go back to those feelings like oh shit am i enough yeah like is this what's gonna break the camel's back sort of thing yeah um but yeah it's like when you meet someone who has all the strong elements has all the 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 points of like oh this is someone i want to be with and someone i can see myself with but and there sometimes is always a but (laughs) you have to look inside yourself to yeah. show strength and to be able to be vulnerable enough with that person to say, look, I'm scared. Yeah. You're very much in the person that I want to be with, but I don't know if I'm the person enough yeah. for you, so to speak. And yeah, I think we've, we've we've done our best to kind of communicate through all of that. And, you know, I think we're we're at a level of like, you know, I always encourage people like, this is my person of yeah. you know I couldn't do half of the stuff on this podcast without her you know I I work best with this person by my side yeah so that's so good and this is a good lead way to our Brit's big question moment Ooh, yay, yay. Right you're crying you're saying all these nice things about Aww. her it's so sweet thank you no okay she's literally crying we actually we actually made her emotional this is the best yes okay well i have a serious question and then i have a fun question okay yay (laughs) which one do you go first go serious first yeah and you kind of touched on this a little bit but at the end you were talking about how you're not the full air quote potential Lindsay to be yet so at the end of your day like how do you feel accomplished slash how do you feel okay with not being your full Lindsay at the end yeah. of one day what makes mm-hmm. you feel accomplished and what makes you do Ooh, that's like so I'm good. okay to still go tomorrow so this is and I am wired as like overachiever to the nth degree and that's something that I'm when I say leaning into like my full potential I'm I'm fine I'm allowing myself to fully lean into and 
I actually I'm gonna reference a movie that I haven't even seen, but like you know the redhead in the the X Men movies, Jean, yes. right? Yeah. She's Gray. like the right the one yeah. where like her power is so unbelievable yes. it might like melt the entire like city around her. Yes. yes. Um. So I feel now by no means am I calling myself a superhero, but I can relate to that in the way that I think it's part of like each of us has this power within us and. And I think that God wires some of us to just get shit done in the world. And I'm mm-hmm. one of those people. Like, yep. I will just always, I'm always <laughs> finding the most effective, the most, you know, efficient route to do something. And I just, I'm not apologizing anymore for the fact that I just feel wired to do things while I'm here. Mm-hmm. Unapologetic. Unapolo- unapologetically. And that took a while to get to. Mm-hmm. And part of being able to be that Lindsay is knowing when to turn it off which I'm not great at that's where Elliot comes in mm-hmm. he's just like my angel in being able to physically like rem- he's strong enough to just like physically pick me up and move me away we're, from the computer you're coming with me <laughs> you know yeah or just you know to have those shut off points but but also to to acknowledge and this is gonna the answer to your question is, to realize that because I'm wired the way I am, there's never going to be a day where I'm like, I have accomplished everything I could have possibly done today. Mm. But actually to to sit back and go, did I, did I do my best today? Yes. Was I was my heart in the right place? Was I coming from love and coming from service? Mm-hmm. Then what I accomplished was what I meant to accomplish that day. Yeah. And and part of like the tactical way that I've approached this is instead of making a to-do list now, which I'm great at lists, like I will make a list for a list for a list, but instead actually write and it'll, I'll put it in my calendar as, you know, instead of just having an hour where it's like podcast, I'm working on the podcast. Instead, it'll say, I'm going to write one podcast outline. Yeah. So I know what I'm going to accomplish and then... So if you like lists like me, this is really fun. I use like the Google Calendar where it's all color coded. Yeah. When I finish that, I actually delete it from my calendar. So nice. by the end of the day, the goal is to have like a completely clean slate, nice. which energetically just feels like, ah. Reminds then, me of someone's crossing out method. <laughs> like, we could probably geek out over calendars and things. But so I think for women that feel, or men too, who just feel that insatiable drive, um, it used to come from a place of not enough, like I've got to prove something. Now it truly does come from a place of service. Mm-hmm. But actually to, um, on nights where I feel like I can't shut it off, mm-hmm. just to almost have a ritual of being like, you did great work today. Mm-hmm. You know, you moved the needle forward. Almost to like just have that mm-hmm. self-care yeah. in in the form of self-talk and just mm-hmm. to be like, you did good. You can go to bed now. <laughs> you can Or you can night, watch night. this movie. You can like zone out on Instagram. So yeah. I love, but I love that question because I feel like you and I are like in that sense. Very, very similar. <laughs> and I love that you brought up movies. You're talking about X-Men and Jean Grey because my like fun question Yay. is, and I've only ever asked this to one other guest. So feel honored for a second. I am. Kind of blow your head. Totally honored. Someone's going to make a movie out of you for oh, sure. Gosh. Your story. But who's going to play you? Oh, wow. Oh. That is such a good question. So Blake, there's no Blake one that, Oh, I am totally binging my friend Mary, who you both know. Yes. I and I are Shout binging binging Gossip Girl right now. So yeah. I mean, Blake Lively. I would. She's just like the ultimate, right? But um, <laughs> it's got to be someone a little more sarcastic, um, a little bit Ooh. who's got great hip hop moves. So mm-hmm. I don't really know who that person is, but it's probably a combination of like you know who I really love is Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
so hilarious. Her. Love her. And like maybe like a combination of her and, and Amy Poehler. Like oh, some okay. women who just have that sass and yeah. they're unapologetic and so I don't know. That's I'm I don't know that I've ever been truly stumped on a podcast, but that might have done it. So if it, <laughs> so, I would say Sarah Silverman, but I don't know her dance moves. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger. The Schlesinger. That would be okay, good. Okay, that's a good one. Actually, a good one. the first time, I, I had never heard of her, and people started to say, which actually when I had longer hair yes. and I would wear it up in a ponytail, I watched her comedy special. It is freakish how much we actually do look like <laughs> each other. And her yes. whole bit on an elder millennial, I'm like, <laughs> I die. Okay, yes. so we'll pick yes. her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks for the assist. <laughs> You have blown us away today. Uh, We are reaching the end here and we do have another podcast that we're going to, it's our fine examination. It's our bonus podcast. So we're going to encourage you to stick around just a little bit. But before we go, please let everyone know where they can find you. And you have an event coming up September 7th. Oh yeah, that's right. Tell everyone about that. September 7th is the annual Powerhouse Women event. I describe it as it's, I mean, it's basically the best girls day of the year. Think of like a day of empowerment, inspiration with all your girlfriends. If all your girlfriends just happen to be like the most positive, inspiring women. Yes. We just, we found them all and we (laughs) put put them them all all in in one room. room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's like, it's the best. Um, I describe it as like my birthday and Christmas and New Year's Eve wrapped together and dipped in glitter that's the experience so beautiful um it really is it's it's a beautiful day it's designed to help women get out of their own way and into action around their big ideas Mm -hmm. and just have real conversations about what does get in our way and there's mimosas i should mention that i probably should have led with that yeah Yeah. i'll I'll revise that um so september 7th it's at the clayton house in scottsdale everything is on our website which is just powerhousewomen.co and then powerhouse women on instagram powerhouse underscore women on instagram i'm not that hard to find truly. and lindsayschwartz.com yeah i probably need to update that people <laughs> people have been like referencing and pulling the bio from there i'm like ooh, that's probably it's due for an update <laughs> my hair is shorter but exactly i mean but you know we'll get around to it yes and then uh before you guys go you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our website finding arizona podcast.com we do have social media that's all under finding arizona podcast on top of which like i just said we have a patreon page where you can go and help support us but also support everyone who comes through our door it uh is called finding arizona fine examination and it is only available at finding arizona uh, sorry patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast and with that we say goodbye to all of you listening and goodbye to Lindsay schwartz thanks so much for having me thank you good night (laughs) y'all